Brandon, Screech, Powers. I said Screech, Powers. <laughs> so I was thinking about that earlier today. I was like, wonder, wonder like what kind of crap you were ever given but about like when it came to like when it came to you being an easy target for bullies was your name ever part of the, the bullying or was the name left out of it what was screech last name powers yeah oh i didn't know that and, well, I mean, and my, my gender, what movie is that from again that's from okay. say by the that's from say by the bell oh yeah no nah, nobody my age would get that reference Oh yeah, you're you're young. You're like young. maybe maybe like when it was on Nick at Night, but that was I don't know when it was ever on Nick at Night. <laughs> you're just a young pup. Yeah, I remember watching George Lopez on Nick at Night. Yeah, that show was great. Yeah, dude, I used to watch that on Nick at Night. Ernie, I don't I don't think I ever watched it that religiously to remember any of the characters' names, but I remember watching the show and like the song "Low Rider" was the theme yeah. song, and yeah. that song would get stuck in my head like all the time yeah. after that was on in the background uh, yeah. anyway um welcome i want to make sure on top of anything uh before we start with anything i want to make sure i tell you thanks for your patience thanks for coming by thanks for, uh, i it would be great to have you here i really wanted to have you dude we only live five minutes away from each other uh, yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 i i was like you know let's just let's just do it this way because Currently, I don't have an optimal setup to have have you over. Uh, I uh, I'm, I'm living up on the I'm living up on the second floor, and it's not really accessible. Right. So I figure, you know, stay at home and be comfortable. Right. So, <laughs> so uh, want to say before anything, um, welcome, and I want to make sure that you feel as free and welcome and safe as you possibly can. To say or say <laughs> to say or be anybody you are, because, dude, I, I've I've met tons of tons of folks in my life, and not not as many people that I've met uh, were ever are ever as blunt as you and sort of dark dark and offensive. So, <laughs> disclaimer to all the listeners who enjoy listening to the evolving the, the evolving podcast. <laughs> if if you're if you're a little sensitive, let's let's um, also include this in the disclaimer. Uh, Brandon, Brandon Powers, Spokes Powers, is is a is a um. What what would you will you call yourself a cripple? Is that what you? Societal tax burden. Uh, a societal tax burden. Yeah, just whatever Hitler called me, I'm down. Is that what Hitler said? Uh, pretty much. He, he, he said burden. No, no, he said tax burden. Oh, he didn't. He didn't specifically. Call, he didn't know you personally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I thought you were like he had his, He had his, he had his own little personal nickname for you. He was like, yeah, one day, one day this kid will be born. Yeah. Brandon Powers, that guy is a burden. <laughs> so, uh, now I know so we we met. We've met. At, we met in comedy, yeah, um, oh, at Kamikaze, yeah, uh, at the Andalusia. Yeah. I remember that. Uh, but was that the first time you were ever up? Yeah, yeah. What What really like got you doing that? What got you like inspired to go do it? Um, I mean, like, I never liked office jobs or anything like that. Like that shit is just like so boring. 
And like, I've always been funny. Um, even since I was like a little kid, I was always like one of the funniest people in the class. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know, the freedom of it too is very attractive. Like to, like, all right, if you can get all the way up to, you know, like Louis level or whatever, you know, to the point where you're like touring, country, touring the country and shit, like you only really got to work like two hours a week, <laughs> you know, obviously like you're writing and shit. Um, right. which I need to do more of, but, uh, you know, that stuff can be made fun, you know? It's not just some, like, oh, I gotta organize paperwork, and what what time is it? Okay, cool, uh, the only thing I have to look forward to in the next three hours is my lunch break, and then when that's over, 15 minutes later, I can look forward to going home, and then spending three minutes watching TV before I gotta go to bed. Like, it's just, I right. hate that. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like how school was, too. Yeah, it's, it's having and, the good hours. Yeah. Do you do you have a job currently? Uh, I stopped driving for Uber because uh, the um, like my a my insurance won't pay for my uh, like if I get in an accident while I'm Ubering, my insurance won't pay for anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was one reason that I stopped. But also, I didn't want to you know have my car get too old too fast. Mm-hmm. And then also, I'm, I'm applying for Amtrak soon. Okay. Uh, which is partly why I shaved my head because trying to speed up the process. Because apparently on the internet it said, and you know, you get wrong information, and then you get right information. You don't know who the fuck's telling the truth. Um, <laughs> well, you know, that... like you know, it depends on how long your hair is. It, like an inch goes back a month and a half or whatever. So I cut it to like you know, speed up the process. But now I'm just trying to like get a hair drug test from like a clinic or something. Mm-hmm. But they're like two hundred bucks. Because I'm not trying to apply to Amtrak and then be dirty and then. They won't let you apply again, ever. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to like really hit this. Well, <laughs> it's funny because you said a thing to me when we ran into each other at the grocery store the other day. We were like, you were like, it's nice that you see me for my hair. Cause I didn't even know it was you for at first. Cause I know we like locked eyes at one point when you, you rolled right past me and I was like, okay. And then, and then, no, I don't think we did. Did I? I think I think I think so. I think at one point we we, we crossed each other. We went past each other. Probably right? crossed each other. Or, right? or at least I you I would have stopped and said hi. At least I saw you, and I was like, right. "That mm-hmm. looks like Brandon." But <laughs> then 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 at checkout, you were like, "Hey man," and I was like, "Who are you? Yeah. Who who are you? I don't even know you, sir." No, I think I said. Uh, I think I said. Um, I'm glad you see me for my wheelchair and not my hair or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's you know, or the other way around. Hopefully, it was yeah. the other way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you know what? I think it was the other way around. Uh, yeah, man. I, I think, I think the the way the way you and I have always gotten along is always. I I feel like with anybody. I just want everybody to feel like they're on my exact level. Like there's right. nothing there's nothing that differs us. Yeah. Except for like everything that's different about us. Right. Yeah, like you're like a really like nice kind guy, but you're not like overly sensitive. It's just, like you get when I'm joking and shit like mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even even my non-comic friends who are who are, like I can tell when they're joking, but I have to like tell other people that yeah, they're yeah. they're just working on being a hack. Like right, they don't yeah. know that they're being a hack, but yes, yeah. that's them just kind of being a hack about stuff. Yeah. So I had a I had a party 
a couple years ago and my friend my friend andrew came over and he was like saying really offensive things and uh we were we were in my kitchen and the girl that i was seeing at the time was getting really upset and getting really offended and i was like hey he's just joking and he's 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 being a hack i don't know it was some misogynistic stuff he he was doing it on purpose just to see what would happen and he got the desired result and i was like okay please you can stop now yeah. <laughs> like uh, but she was super she was super upset about it right yeah see like that is like a, it's a weird line because it's like that i think is like doing stuff like that on stage and like if you have like the appearance you know if your appearance fits then like you can get away with stuff more than others but it's just a weird line like just being in like like the context that you uh you described it sounded like you were just coming in and like being a douche it's like oh it hurt feelings fuck pussy like people wearing the fuck your feelings shirt like no i'm like i see that and i'm like what do you do some guy came into the gym yesterday wearing a shirt that said no i'm not vaccinated i fucking won't be that like you all these kinds of shirts and statements are showing you as white trash like it, it feels like, like real fun to be around. <laughs> it's a whole other level to like wear a t-shirt that's got a curse word on it, like, or, or some sort of statement or, so, and, and I mean, I've said this a million times, uh, but I'll say it again. Any, anybody who puts like a, a bumper sticker or a flag f- with somebody else's name on it or some other like message, you know, like it's like Bill Burr. He's like, what a loser. You join a group. You join a group. <laughs> And anybody who joins a group, it's it's the same stuff. I just go like, oh come on, like get a life, get your own statement, get your own, get your own cool thing. Yeah, I saw I actually saw a black person driving a jeep, and then they had like the tire on the back, mm-hmm. and then they had a cover for the tire that said, "If Black Lives Matter, why are we killing each other?" And I mean, it's like, I, okay, yeah, but like, come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I mean. Like, do a I, podcast to talk about this stuff. Don't make it a fucking tire cover on your <laughs> Oh, this is this is me doing something about it. Yeah, like, do something that you can possibly monetize. You can't monetize. Like, you're losing money by buying that cover. You can possibly make money doing a podcast. Possibly. Yeah. I haven't done it. I haven't done any money making right. yet. But one day. Yeah, man. Just got to keep going. Fingers I mean, like, crossed. Literally, JRE started just like this, just like shitty quality video, and now look at him. He's in like a professional produced studio. And... Yeah. Um, that's, you know, that's my my uh, my goals, kind of. Uh, but, but, I mean, not to say, not to say that I, not to say that I want to be Joe Rogan. Right. Because I want to be, I want to be the Corey Castle that I am. But, I mean, I'm saying like, to to be a level where people are, uh, people people are moved to right. to to change opinions about stuff or learn new things, and and at a level like at a level where it's like a lot like undeniably making an impact, yeah. and that's one of my goals. Like the fear factor guy became like the voice of reason. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a. I don't, I don't know. I just want to make money in comedy. I don't really want to be famous. Uh, you know, that's, that's. That would, that would bother me because it's just like, dude, I'm going to get fucking harassed by all these people. Like, it's just annoying. Well, I'm a low key. I don't really like attention. 
I say like the the level of stakes, the level of like how big my show isn't at this point. It's okay for me to kind of learn these lessons at this point. So I'm not. I don't really deal with trolls or haters or YouTube commenters that. Or the bots that are like, "Hey, here's my pussy." <laughs> <laughs> well, I get that stuff. Yeah, I get that stuff too. I guess you got. You don't really have to be a big deal to receive those. Yeah, fucking. I get comments all the time that are like, uh, they they comment timestamps. It's like 16 seconds, and it's just like nothing's going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. I try to delete those comments as much as possible. But I mean, I guess at the same time, it probably doesn't really matter because I mean, if the podcast blows up or whatever, you're not going to delete all those bots. So might as well uh, there, probably. Uh, wait, you're you're only. You're, I I always forget how old you are. I, I always forget how young you are. Is what I mean to say. <laughs> I look a lot younger with the short hair. Yeah. It was either get mistaken for a girl all the time or look like a twelve year old. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hefty choice. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you like this now or are, do you still, do you miss your hair at all? Uh, I mean, kind of, but not really. Cause it's like, you know, you try to like move in bed and it would get stuck under your fucking arms and shit. Mm-hmm. And also like it would get, it would fall out and then the static electricity would cling to my front wheels oh. and it would get caught on the axle. So I would have to like every, I don't know, maybe like three weeks, take the wheel off, fucking take the hair out, put the wheel back on. Mm. I, so I mean that I don't miss. I also showering, fucking having to like get the hair out of the drain and mm-hmm. your fucking washer, you're drying off your hair and there's just like all this hair stuck to you. How, how often were you washing it? Uh, I mean, I barely showered. <laughs> I showered when I had to go outside. Uh-huh. Like, the mask was a huge enabler of me not showering. So when the mask mandates are going on, I was like, all right, fuck. No, no one's going to be able to smell my B.O. Exactly. Unless I'm that strong of B.O. And they can smell that. I got like a fucking painter's mask that gets all that shit through. Um, I know we were chatting about we were chatting about some fitness stuff. Uh, now, when you go to the gym, what kind of stuff are you able to do? Uh, pretty much anything. Maybe yeah. The legs. <laughs> You you do wheelchair on the treadmill? Yeah, that would actually be crazy. <laughs> can we film that? Can we make a yeah, can we great. make a video of that? That's great. I'm like me being your trainer. Come on, push! Yeah, and you got like that rubber band thing or whatever <laughs> around a pole or some shit. There you go. Fucking uh. Now what I should have said is uh you know I I swim I do the deadlifts shit that'd have been the funnier response. Well, don't go to a don't go to a, I don't go to a gym anymore with a pool. Nah, yeah, I don't either. Miss kind of. I mean, I kind of miss it being an option. Even though, even though, when I was going to LA Fitness and they had a pool, I had only used it like twice. But it was cool that it was an option. Right. Yeah. I never understood hotels that have pools inside. It's like you get in the lobby to smoke chlorine. It's like that's knocking you down at least three stars. Yeah, I've I've uh, I use when I when I clean my bathroom, I have like this bleach spray that I use, and, and I'm like, oh, cool! It smells like a it smells like a public pool in here. Yeah. It s- smells like a smells like a hotel lobby that has an indoor pool. Like a pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
did you did you hear me do the 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 joke that I've been doing about the YMCA? Uh, I don't think so. It's a it's a newer it's a newer bit. I think I tried it at the kebab mic, where um, I was like thinking about the oh, village, the song, the, song, the YMCA, yeah, they had to, like, and the, and was, like, yeah. the Y and the YMCA, the company yeah. itself yeah, yeah, was yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah, we don't associate. You cannot stay here if you're shorter than your dough, young man. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're just called the Y now. You can rent out the pool for birthday parties, and that's about it. You can't stay here. But, yes, it smells like a YMCA, or it smells like a Y after I've cleaned my bathroom. So... Who are who are the people that you've seen do do the comedy the comedy world stuff where you're like I I kind of can see myself like that's not really it's not really there's not really very many wheelchair comedians out there. Yeah. There's a there's like one midget comedian. There's one with cerebral palsy. Josh Blue. Mm -hmm. Oh, and uh, Brad Williams. Uh, yeah, Brad Williams. Mm -hmm. um, but like, uh, I don't know, like, you mean like who my influences and shit, or? I guess, I guess, like who, who was like, the, I, I mean, I, I kind of have a feeling that I know, but. No, I think you guess. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Louie, probably a huge influence to you. Number one. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um. I love Chappelle, but. Louis, I think, is way, way better. All right, cool. I nailed it on the first guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who would you Who would you guess if you had to guess what mine, my favorite, my my all time number one biggest inspiration for me to get into comedy? See if you can guess it on the first guess, like I guessed Louis for you. I feel like it's kind of obscure. I feel like it's not really like a super well known. Like I, I want to say Brian Regan for some reason. That's a great guess. That's a great guess. Uh, it's it, it, Brian Regan's high up on top of the list for me. Yeah. But uh, say Mitch Hedberg. Oh yeah. Mitch Hedberg was number one. Like gotta gotta get on stage and do it now. Well, I think. Yeah combination of I'm trying to paint the timeline when I first got like super duper into comedy was like after I had already debuted in wrestling like I was always a huge fan of comedy and the first thing I ever wanted to be when I was a kid was a comedian mm -hmm. um, and, and then I discovered pro wrestling and decided that I'm going to put all my eggs into the basket of pro wrestling uh, but then I'd say well like when Dane Cook got real big when yeah, he blew up when that blew up, that was right around the time where I was like finding my love for stand-up comedy again. So then I found Dane Cook, Mike Birbiglia, Daniel Tosh, like all around the exact same time. And and uh, and then Mitch was in there. Like all all of that, all at the same time, was like a comedy. It was my personal comedy boom mm -hmm. as a, as a as a fan. Oh, and and Pablo Pablo Francisco. Do you know who Pablo Francisco is? Uh, I feel like I've heard of him. He's uh, um, he's funny. <laughs> yeah. He he definitely he definitely molded my vocabulary in my uh 
in my early twenties. Right. Or he used to he used to do this thing where he would go. He would do these voices, and he would do the. Um, he's like Rosa Consoles, and he would. He's like, oh, don't talk to me like you know me. All all the all the impressions he would do, I'd always do all the time. And he would talk about um, droopy droopy dog. Oh yeah, And he was like, he was saying like, uh, he was like, um, imagine imagine droopy dog having sex with somebody, and he's like, oh oh. Take it to the beach. Take it to the beach. He's <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm going to the master bedroom. <laughs> but yeah, uh, look up Pablo Francisco. That it would actually that would be a dream get for me to have on the show on the podcast because uh, I like to I like to have. Uh, conversations, conversations with people who have, in some way, inspired me or had an impact on my life, and I think Pablo, Pablo definitely did. Yeah. And sa- same with Dane Cook, man. I, I love, I loved Dane Cook, and and Dane Cook actually helped me. Uh, uh, remember when he? Uh, you probably don't remember because you're super young. But uh, my sister showed me Dane Cook's vicious circle when I was like uh, eight years old. <laughs> but. He had a he had a um, he had like a documentary reality series that came on HBO. It was just like a ten part series or ten episode series, and it was like him on a tour bus with like Robert Kelly and Gary Goldman and this dude Jay something Jay Jay Davis, and uh, it was a cool little reality show. I mean, that was how I discovered Gary Goldman and how I discovered uh, Robert Kelly. Do you, do you know who those people are? Yeah, I know Robert Kelly. Okay. Uh, Gary, I mean, I know Gary Coleman, but I don't know Gary Coleman. <laughs> Gary Coleman, yeah, he's he he's really good. I think you would really like him. Yeah. Uh, he's got he's got some specials on uh, HBO. Is it the dude from um? Is he in that show Empire? It's a white guy, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know I don't want no Empire. I don't. Uh, is Gary Coleman white? Gary Goldman is white, yes. Uh, does he well, kind of well, sound black when he talks? No, he's of the Jewish people. No, that's Gary Owen. Oh, yep, yep, yep. That's what I'm thinking. No, that's Gary Owen. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. My brother also uh, showed me um, Louie when I was, like, 10 or 11. And, like, it was just, like, it had my throat hurting. Like, you know those times where you laugh so hard your throat is just in pain? Mm-hmm. That fucking laughter pain in your throat? Yeah, that was just, we we literally back-to-back-to-back watched Hilarious Chewed Up and, um, fuck, I can never remember the other one's name. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my God. Uh-huh. We watched those back-to-back-to-back, and I was just fucking dying. And then... Like, no bullshit. Like, when he came out with his special at the comedy store, mm-hmm. there were, like, four or five punchlines where, like, just before he said it, my brain just real quick was like, here comes the punchline, and this is what it's going to be, and that's what it was. Right. So, you, yeah. You've trained you've trained yourself to hear his cadence? Is that what you're yeah. saying? Like, or, like, well, or like jokes? Like, style. And I joke styles, yeah. He was coming, yeah. But, like, but like, it still made me laugh. 
because like sometimes stuff is predictable and it doesn't make you laugh, but sometimes predict stuff's predictable and it makes you laugh even harder. Well, I like a I like a good misdirect. Yeah, yeah. I like a good misdirect. The the, the I I had the the one misdirect that like I would do it and I'll call it out directly after I do it. Have you heard me do that one? Nah. Like uh, like okay. So I got my brother hired at this job that I used to work at, where um, uh, uh, he was he was about to start like on Monday and it was it was Thursday or Friday or something, and like his name had popped up on the like the email list so everyone could see that it was my brother. It said it said same last name right, and he was like. And everybody at the job was like, what's your brother like? What's your brother like? What's your brother like? Oh, your brother? Is that your brother? That guy's your brother? What's your brother like? What's your brother like? And I'm like, oh, man. Okay, so you think I'm funny, whether you meet my brother. He thinks I'm hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) It's so dumb, but I like it. It's so, so stupid. (laughs) I like the joke you have about where you were like, uh, your brother is like a very flamboyant gay guy mm-hmm. and then to like to you know kind of stray away from his path you get oiled up and wrestle with men or whatever i wanted to, to be a pro wrestler i wanted to do something that was different than my older brother yeah. who's a sassy homosexual that works in retail <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> then i'll go out on the towns I'll hit up new towns every weekend. <laughs> oil myself up. I'll go tanning all week. Shave my armpits. Put on tights, <laughs> and wrestle in the ring with yeah. other grown men in front of groups of strangers. That'll show them. Yeah. That'll show them how different we are. <laughs> I think a great like little uh, little spice to that punchline would be like that'll show them. Just like kind of flare it up, like your wrist. <laughs> Yeah. Who's the gay one now, boys? <laughs> I I'm 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 pretty queer, dude. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, like I, I like I, a, I like a chick with a dick. I, I think I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty comfortable with kind of admitting it. Um I, I mean you have to be a wrestle, you know. What's up? To wrestle, you gotta have to be. You have to be like okay with No, well like the the, the wrestling part the thing like, okay, so my trainer, my, my, one, of my, one of my teachers, I was trained by t- two men. I was trained by uh, John Dahmer and Fast Eddie Valentine. Eddie Valentine, Eddie Valentine is, he's, he's a homosexual. But uh, while he was training me, he was like in a closet. Um, so this was like 2001. And, uh, and he, was always, he was always talking to us about inclusion and about like, not not ever like making jokes that you wouldn't be comfortable making in front of your mom in a locker room like a lot of a lot of like a lot of really cool lessons um i i look at i look at my time spent with eddie valentine like like he was a even though he's he's not much older than me he might be seven years older than me at the most I look at him as like a, I look at him as like a father figure. Yes. Cause, cause I didn't have a dad. Like my, my dad, my dad was, my dad was gone most of my life. So I looked at Eddie as like this male role model and same as Dahmer. Both of them. I looked at like, I had two dads when I was a kid who were teaching me how to, to be men and how to be tough and how to, how to, uh, 
carry myself like I belonged and 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 believe that I belonged. So if any anytime you you see anytime I go anywhere, every everywhere I'm at, somebody asks me if I work there. Everywhere I go, somebody stops me and asks me if I work at a place. I'm like, what is it about me that makes you think I work here? Like, I'm not wearing a uniform. I'm not wearing a name tag. What is it? What what is it? What is it about me? And somehow everyone's always like, well, I thought you were the manager here or something. Why? I'm not dressed like a manager. I'm I'm wearing an Uncle Rico shirt. I don't know. I was wondering who that was. Fucking Uncle Rico. Just walking across that mountain. So I would take state. But the. I think that that came from a, a level of uh, a level of n- knowing you belong where you are, like ho- holding your your head up and and having confidence that like, like you're sure in what you're doing, even if you aren't all the way sure. Just to just to just to appear like you're sure, because you know wrestling's all wrestling's all the work. But uh, the but what I was saying about the 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 wrestling part and the queer part was like. The the idea of sexuality and pro wrestling are so far from each other on the spectrum. Like I don't sexualize wrestling. It's never been uh, like I definitely don't. I definitely am not attracted to men sexually. But I can see uh, uh, I can see a handsome guy and be like, well, that's a fucking stud oh, yeah, right there. Yeah. And, and 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 not be not be upset about the fact that maybe not the duck dynasty guys. They might. Uh, oh yeah, like there's such insecurity in those guys, <laughs> but, but uh, like uh, a shotgun and be like, shoot me. <laughs> that's <laughs> gay thoughts. Uh, the the whole like, I, I'm I, I'm I'm sure you and I have talked about it before. When I talk about the the amount of compliments that I receive from dudes versus the amount of compliments I received from women. And most dudes are like, oh, I'm straight, no homo. No, I'm straight, no homo. And they're like, I'm just saying this because I'm noticing it and I want to call it out. Chicks, you're fuckable. Yeah, like, I, I jerk you off. Like, the, uh, guys have come up to me and said, like, the most... Dis- so I can imagine what girls have to go through when I've been put through this uh, sexual harassment from straight white men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so, why I never flirted with bitches in an Uber, dude. Like, I'm never gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just be so uncomfortable for them. <laughs> right, because then, then you got to take them to their destination. Right. Or, or you, you could do, you could do like, uh, <laughs> like, am I always sunny? Like, because of the implications. Now yeah. I know where their house is. You know, yeah. the implications. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So. The when I'm talking about where I'm, I'm kind of a queer person was like, because I I I feel like I'm more fluid in in all of the thi- like in all of the sexuality stuff. I mean, and I don't want to get too like into the bedroom or anything, but like as far as like my openness to any any, like, it's not like I'm super. What's up? Like a finger in the butt. Yeah, no, but I mean, not my, not my butt, not my butt, <laughs> not my, not my butt. 
Yeah, you ever hear people say if you want to have anal sex with a girl, that means that you would definitely have anal sex with a guy? That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. It's it's like, oh, I think getting blowjobs from women is gay. Like, (laughs) like, what? Like, what if you picture her pussy as a dude's butthole? Like, uh, that's just that's just all kinds of insecurities. (laughs) That's just all Photoshop behind your eyeballs. (laughs) Right. I'm picturing you as somebody who's not you, who happens to be. The opposite gender and also uh, hairy and gross. <laughs> so i I actually had to I actually had to make out with a dude once uh, for uh, for this movie for uh, a homo promo. A homo promo. <laughs> it was promo sexual. Promo sexual. Promo sexual. So presented by Tony Romo. <laughs> so I had uh, I had an audition for this movie part that was a gay a gay role. For the audition, I had to do it, and I pro- that's why I didn't get it because I was not into they it. Tell you weren't into it. They could tell, yeah, they could tell I was absolutely not into it. Yeah. And I also I also very much disliked the stubble on my face, like having right. somebody else's stubble on me weirded me out. Maybe like when when I was a, when I was like a little kid and my uncle used to kiss me on the cheek good night I'd be like ah yeah eh. it kind of felt like that but on my lips and I was like I was like and uh, I I think at the time at the time my mom had my mom had driven me to the audition and when I got in the car I told her what it, what happened and like. I think she thought I got casting couched <laughs> and like forever up until like up until like a year ago. She's like, you know what that's like, like, oh, you know what those scummy producers on movies are. You've been casting couched. What? Like, do you, were you that okay with I want to speak to Harvey. I want to speak to Harvey right now. Like, relax, Karen. <laughs> like, you were okay with just driving away after thinking that I got, I got casting couched. I don't think you're really casting couch with a guy. Like, I mean, uh, I think that like dudes can like fight with dudes. Like women can't really fight men. Well, I think like, there's a whole there's a whole like subcategory of of gay porn that's casting couching. Right. So I think you can. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> but well, well, I think a guy would, would feel less uncomfortable to say no than a woman. Well, oh, I also, also, let me have to also say, porn's a work. Porn's a work. That shit's, yeah. all, that shit's all fake anyway. Yeah. yeah, if you're getting casting couched, like you can't claim that, oh, I got casting couched. It was like, oh, what, what world were you trying to get? Oh, double penetration. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, what? Double casting couch for $50,000. Like, <laughs> like, what? about this guy casting couch so so what was growing up like for you man I mean you, you I know you have a brother and a sister I right? have uh, four brothers you have four brothers yeah the most but, um, so Kyle is my only blood brother he's like a year apart from me mm-hmm. and then uh, it's weird because there's three sets of siblings mm-hmm. um, and we're all like each set is seven years apart from each other. So my 
brother Kyle and I are like a year apart. We're we're the only blood brother. He's my only blood brother. And then my half brother Jake and half sister Nicole, they're a year apart from each other. Um, they're twenty nine and thirty. And then my um, my other two brothers, half brothers Sean and Danny, they're like a year apart from each other in their forties. Um, they weren't around too much because they were like older. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I've been an uncle since I was like four. Um, my niece just graduated high school, uh, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. But um, but yeah, growing up, uh, it was a lot of uh, isolation in video games. <laughs> like I, uh, like I feel like I was, and I'm not like upset about it because it made me have like the the mindset I have today, and even with the flaws in my mind and whatever my personality, it's like shit. I just got to work through. Um, but. Uh, yeah, like I, I feel like I was like neglected because it was always just like I would be like playing video games for like twelve hours a fucking day, and it's like my parents would never like stop me, you know. But well, I mean, you—they were probably just letting you enjoy yourself. I mean, I mean that's one way to look at it. I, I mean, if I if I had a if I had a kid who was playing video games, I would just be like, well, all right, well, he's enjoying himself. But I mean, I'm sure I'd check in every once in a while and be like, "Hey, what's up, man?" Yeah, my, you, my you, dad you, you. checked in. Yeah, my mom was working a lot though, so I mean, like when she got home, she's tired, so I understand that. So, so, so not truly neglected. No, it's not just, like neglected. Like, I don't want it to seem like that, but like, I mean, your self like self isolation in a way. Yeah, I guess. Um, but even even still, like I, there was never like a structure. Or anything like that. Were you in public school? Yeah. So both your parents together this whole time? Uh, no. Not no, not together. I was uh, like three. Okay. That's actually one of my first memories. My mom, uh, my dad like got drunk one night, and it was a fucking fantastic idea because my dad was like an alcoholic, and we owned a bar, mm-hmm. um, and we lived above the bar, and. I just, like like Bob like Bob's Burgers. Pretty much, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Um, but one of the, like my first memory is like my mom and dad fighting in like the middle of the night, and like my mom was like laying over top of me because my dad was trying to like take me and shit. So I mean, it's always like my entire childhood was basically all my childhood memories. Actually, is if it's not me playing like video games like GTA San Andreas or something like that, it's my dad and my stepmom arguing, or my my dad and my mom arguing. My Stepdad and my mom never really argued, thankfully. Like they had a great relationship. I don't know what the fuck happened there, but but um, but let's also let's let's acknowledge real quick. Um, San Andreas was the best. Oh, yeah. Dude. So <laughs> to have those memories is cool. Yeah, true. I had like all the all the cheat codes memorized. I would... Oh yeah, dude. I had like a printout, the page. Yeah, from, like, me too. Uh, GamesRevolution.com. <laughs> was that? I was like. Uh, Oh man, yeah, I forget what site it was that I printed it, but I printed out all the codes and I'm like, yeah, and it gets you, like, so by heart, and then you mm-hmm. do it in, like three seconds, like a Rubik's cube or something. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm bad at video games, but I got, but but in that free free world roaming, like, dude, I I'm so not good at video games. It's ridiculous. I I think I've told I think I might have talked to you about this before, but my my way of playing is like I will. Try a level like three three times, 
And if I fail it three times, I'm turning it off. I'm like, all right, well, I'm, I feel like I'm wasting. I'm, I feel like I'm wasting my productivity. Like I could be doing something that 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 elevates my my way of thinking or uh, puts out more content for people to enjoy or writing jokes or you know what i'm saying like i i feel like um i'm missing out on but for sure i've played tons of games but never very good like i i definitely loved the arkham games a lot oh yeah the batman games are but the one the one game the one game i forget which one it was maybe arkham knight it was like uh First the, asylum, where you were asylum, yeah, I like that one. The the one the one Yeah, that the one had Mr. Freeze in it. The Mr. Yeah. Freeze level the Mr. Freeze level, I lost that level twenty five times and I was like, I'm wasting my entire day losing this level. Right. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Yeah. And I've never played the game again. But all the other Arkham games, I beat those ones. But yeah. that one with Mr. Freeze, I couldn't beat it, and I gave up. <clears throat> it's funny, too, because like, I feel like when I was a kid, I kind of sucked at Call of Duty. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was my first multiplayer uh, first-person shooter. And like, I was okay at it. You know, I was able to like hold my own and have over a 1KD. That's the big deal. you got to have over a 1KD. Uh, but then I started playing Battlefield 4, and, like, it's just like, oh, you have to be smart when you play this game. Like, Call of Duty, you can just, like, camp in a corner and mm-hmm. shoot people all day. Um, because, like, if you camp in a corner, and then I call it, like, the Call of Duty mentality. Fucking, if you camp in a corner and you kill a guy, odds are he's going to come back because he's salty and wants to try to kill you. You know, you just hurt his ego, you hurt his pride. And he's just going to keep coming back, but the momentum's in your favor, so you're going to keep killing him. And uh, Call of Duty's much easier in that sense. The battlefield, it's just like, because there's like tanks, there's jets, there's helicopters. The building that you're camping in can be blown up. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just like, I feel like it also, it's kind of like jujitsu in a way, because it's like, it's like, gets you focused and like, kind of sort of unleashes your mind to like, notice small things about the game and then. You can apply that to other shit, like chess kind of, but like real fast-paced chess. Chess. Um, but yeah, I also feel like if I went back and played the games that I struggled with as a kid, like the Batman Freeze thing, like I've probably had to try that a bunch of times too. But if I went back and played it, I'd probably be able to beat it in like two tries. I wouldn't. Remember <laughs> <laughs> the Mitch Hedberg joke? And he's like, oh, I wish I could play Little League now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fucking move out is what they'd say. Move in my ass or whatever. What it was like? Move in. Fuck you. <laughs> move out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah, little league, they'd be like, "Oh, this kid sucks, so you can move in." Right, he's right. Hit, he's not gonna hit it hard. He's not gonna hit it far. Right. I, I mean, I didn't play little league. I, I didn't. I don't have the coordination. I've never been good at sports. Right. I, I can't throw or catch. I've not... always wanted to. Uh, I've always wanted to play. Um, sled hockey. If I can get the shot on Amtrak, I'm definitely saving up money to get sled hockey equipment. I would love to play sled hockey. I don't. Like I don't know what that is. It's like hockey, but for handicapped people. They put it's... you like on a sled, um, and it's got like a skate down the middle, and then they give you two half sticks, 
ones to propel yourself and then the other one you can obviously use to propel yourself too uh but it's also got the the blade on it so you can shoot so the puck, shoot the puck. The hmm. um yeah i would probably go goalie i don't know what the rules are in hitting i just mm-hmm. don't want to get concussions well yeah i mean that's the ideal the ideal world is to yeah. not get concussions i i uh, the olympics i don't think they let you hit in the olympics The the Paralympics. Yeah, the Paralympics. So were you you born without the without feeling in your legs? Yeah, no, I can feel my legs. I just can't move them. You, okay, you can feel them, but you can't move them. Yeah, it's a T three spinal cord atresia. So like the fluid in your spine at the T three column, it's like suffocated. Mm-hmm. So all the nerves don't go to where they're supposed to go and shit. But yeah, fucking this one dude I met at the gym. This guy Rex, cool dude. We were talking about like crypto a lot, and then we were talking about uh, Elon Musk, and he was saying that they're coming out with like a brain chip. Uh, yeah, the 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 Neuralink. Story, yeah, and yeah. Like, I don't know if I trust that shit, dude. Because like, what if some <laughs> Chinese hacker gets into that shit, and I fucking become like a soldier of fortune? Also, like, well, you fall out for just just do like you said what you what the Duck Dynasty dudes would do if they decide if they decided to have homo- homosexual thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, uh, you ever play Fallout 4? No, no. You probably enjoy that game. It's just a nice, calming, open-world game. Um, mm. but, uh, I've seen the, the commercials for the new one that has the guy from Breaking Bad on it. Which one's that? The new Fallout game. There's, like, a commercial that has the the guy who's, uh, like, playing Far the... Far, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Game. I don't know that oh. much. Fucking oh, right, you, Fucking noob! <laughs> This, Call of Duty, dude. this artard over here thinks that, <laughs> thinks that Far Cry and Fallout are the same thing. Freaking loser! But, uh, yeah, they have, like, synths in Fallout. It's creepy because it's, like, it's very Orwellian. Like, it kind of links it's, it kind of links to George Orwell in a way because it's, like, all about, like, futurism and the nuclear war and the Great Restart and shit like that. Um... But, yeah, they have these things called synths, which are synthetic humans. Mm-hmm. Basically, what they do is, like, um, they had, like, the Gen 1s and Gen 2s, which were, like, robots. But now they have, like, the Gen 3s, which take people's DNA to make the robots. So it's, like, they're really indistinguishable from, like, a cyborg and a human. Was the, was Fallout when the one they did, the, the Las Vegas one? Yeah, Fallout oh. Vegas. Okay, okay. But, um... They also had the one in DC. That one was fucking awesome. Uh, that game was a masterpiece. That if you ever play a Fallout game, highly suggest you start with Fallout Three. But uh, Fallout Three, and, the, and that's Washington DC. Yeah, get all the DLC. You can probably get it for like twenty bucks. Um, but uh, I I have a PS4. I'll I'll, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll uh, nah, I don't think you can play it on PS4. I I have a PS4, and that and I have an Xbox 360. Yeah, you can play it on 360. But uh, I don't have a, I don't have it. I have an old school one. Like I was like a hand me down that my brother got from his his like friend's kid. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not. It doesn't have like the router in in it or anything. It's like I'm about to get rid of it actually. Yeah. But uh, this yeah, I just feel like that's what would happen with the brain chip. Like I don't want that shit to happen. Like I, it's not because. If I get it, then I'm just going to constantly be living with this anxiety of like, oh, is this thing going to get hacked? Because my friend Rex was trying to tell me that like, 
you know, it's got no source signal that it relies on. It's like, oh shit, it doesn't have a source signal. Like, it's there's no way it doesn't have a source signal. It's got to come from somewhere. Like, Wi-Fi doesn't just get generated. You need towers to generate the Wi-Fi, and then you need to whatever. Mm-hmm. You need the router to send it there. And, um, but yeah, like I'm just worried that like some fucking shadow corp would be <laughs> like, all right, we hacked into the system. We got all the brain chips right here. <laughs> Um, I don't, I think that, um, I, I've, I've thought about it myself. I've thought like only because, uh, they were talking about like, they were talking about like fixing, fixing bad eyesight and stuff. Like, cause my, my eyesight's terrible, but I was only, I was thinking about it for that, but I never thought about the, the chip, the chip being hacked or anything. I don't, yeah, no, nah, I just don't think it's worth the risk. <laughs> I don't know how huge the risk even is. I mean, hopefully it's not that big. But like, still... would you take that risk, even if the risk is this big, for you to be able to walk? Like, dude, you could, like, do all the things you've ever dreamed of doing. Well, I don't know if I even would be able to, because my ankle, mm-hmm. uh, they tried resetting it, and my ankle is, my left ankle is at, like, a 90-degree angle. Uh, a 90-degree ankle? Legs, oh, yeah. Also, <laughs> I broke my femur. Um, and the way the bone healed, it healed curved. So my right leg's shorter than my left. Mm-hmm. So I would have to get, I mean, I guess I could get like a, a boot with like mm-hmm. you know, a lifted sole or whatever, but still the left foot is at did, like a 90 degree angle and shit. Um, did you ever see, little, you ever see Littlefoot Longfoot from Chappelle show? I think so. <laughs> but also like my, my legs don't stretch out completely straight. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've talked to like surgeons and, and gone to physical therapy and whatnot. So, and like. I mean, I'm sure over, like, years, maybe, like, a decade of stretching, I could probably get my legs to go straight, but I still would have to have the ankle issue and all that. So I don't know if it would be possible. Well, what if the Neuralink could fix all that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, what, what, what if it could fix all of that and your vertebrae? Yeah, like, but then what if, what if the Chinese hack it and I break into <laughs> D.C. and send off the nukes? <laughs> DC. Well, YOLO, bro. They just go up and then fall back down. Y- YOLO, yeah. YOLO, man. Get get it in, man. <laughs> well, like I'm trying to think. You know, like when people get like the the cochlear implants and they can hear for the first time. Cochlear, you mean? Co- cochlear, yeah, the cochlear implants and. Remember when they get cucumbers, fucking. <laughs> Remember when a doctor started stitching cucumbers to people's toes? <laughs> and then, and then, like people get like, like people who are blind, they recover their eyesight and stuff. You think, think of like, I, I can't ima- I can't even relate as much, but like for the first time when the, you see someone hear something or they hear their mom's voice for the first time or they like see their mom's face for the first time or. You know their loved one. Yeah. Uh, that, that's such a, it's such a beautiful moment. Yeah. I mean, I would love to be able to be there for the moment that you you stand up from that chair after after Start the. Wrestling. <laughs> <You start> wrestling. <laughs> yeah, like I want to straighten your ankle real quick. Ah, ankle it's lock. Like TLC match. You grab my chair and smash me over the head with it. <laughs> TLWC. <laughs> yeah, TLWC. <laughs> 
that'd be so funny. So I want to make sure I say again. Uh, I I know I don't think I don't think we've uh, we've established whether you've listened to the show or not. Uh, I listened to the episode with the where you had the founder of Comedy Central. Oh, okay. So. I always want to make sure I say while we're we're on the record how grateful I am that you've spent the currency of your effort because effort and attention are a huge currency, way more than money is, in my opinion. Because, dude, there's so many other things you could possibly be doing right now than listening to me or hanging with me on here. So the fact that you've spent some of that affection, some of that attention, some of that money, some of that currency that is your attention on me and hanging with me here, I appreciate it so super much. That love and coin. What's that? That love coin. That, that love, love coin. coin. Yeah, that's the, – there should be effort coin. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, let's get that, 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 that – let's get that new crypto going. Do you do, are you are you as as a as a wheelchair person as a wheelchair person calling it crypto does that upset you? Uh, crypto. Yeah, disability. Disability. Yeah. <laughs> Enough with the crypto talk, guys. Able coin. Yeah, yeah, able coin. <laughs> <laughs> Tax burden coin. Dude. This this could be a whole this could be a whole routine. For, you could do that on stage. You yeah, could see no. turn that into a joke. Enough with the crypto talk, guys. <laughs> I hear you whispering. It's offensive. Stop it. Yeah, we. That, I think that premise has got legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I want on the record. I want to tell you that uh, you. You're you're important person for me, man. I I I, you, man. I feel like us getting to know each other is kind of neat, and I want us to kind of be friends. I whether whether we come you come over here and we record anything or not, I definitely want you to come hang out with me over at my house. I like I said, I I said to you before, like I'll carry your chair up and I'll put you up on my shoulder and <laughs> bring you up the I'm steps. The stairs, I have to do it every day when I need to go to the fucking kitchen or the bathroom. I have to climb two flights of stairs when I have to go shower. Okay. I gotta climb one flight of stairs when I need to go eat. And then, and then you gotta sled down those steps. <laughs> yeah. You gotta. I get my sled I, from sled hockey. I, <laughs> I used the carpet. I, dude, I used to sled down the stairs on my butt all the time when I was a little kid. That <laughs> was like. I'm so bony that would fucking cut me right open. My ass cheekbone would fucking pierce the concrete. Is there is there an ass cheekbone? Is that a well, technical I mean, is that a te- technical term? Technical 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 term? Your tailbone? Yeah. <laughs> the my ass the cheekbone. The 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 cocular 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 bone. All back. <laughs> so, is there anything at all that you ever think that you want to ask me or say to me while we're on the record? I'm under oath here. <laughs> that you, I'm I'm free to answer or uh, accept any uh, thing that you've got to ask me or say to me. Uh, where the bitches at? <laughs> That's my question. Duh, bitches. Yeah, where the bitches at? Uh, um, 
at the dog pound? Uh, I I don't think they separate whether they're bitches or males. Probably not. No. <laughs> where but, where does Sloot's at? That's a better question. The, the, that's a great question. Um, I don't know if that's a question that I'm uh, I'm equipped to answer. I don't know if I'm I'm the guy to ask that question to. I've been tempted to drive up to New York and one of those decriminalized prostitutes. They have decriminalized prostitutes in New York. Yeah, they don't. They don't arrest people for prostitution anymore. Well, I mean, which is good and bad because it's like, uh, I mean, it kind of it's like reduces, I guess, the demand on the black market for sexual uh, trafficking. Because mm-hmm. um, that's one of the fears about uh, decriminalizing drugs is because for the cartels to make money, they're going to ramp up sexual trafficking. So that is a danger. As much as I would love to have drugs decriminalized, and how fucked up it is. That the government was like, hey, in the 20s, they were basically like, hey, let's oppress black people by just signing this law. And then they'll acknowledge that it was racist mm-hmm. today, but they won't get rid of it. And I can understand the fear of, you know, you don't want sexual trafficking to increase because sexual trafficking may be worse than, you know, having the drugs. Really well. yeah. yeah, it's it's worse than everything. <laughs> yeah, but but we got to we got to find a way to fix that, too. So so here's the thing decriminalize prostitution first and then do the drugs and then do drugs yeah. you you do drugs then you <laughs> yeah. you take you take the drugs you do. all right first let's decriminalize prostitution and cocaine at the same time let's sell them together and then yeah. and then we move to heroin well out here making decisions yeah <laughs> that's that's a that's a Bill Burr thing. Bill Burr says that in something. I don't remember what it is. He's like, uh, yeah, it like a Bill I'm Burr. out here making decisions or whatever. <laughs> but I think I just started saying that about something the other day. And I was like, I'm going to start saying that about everything all the time. Dude, I can listen to a compilation of him doing zip recruiter ads all day. <laughs> like when he just goes zip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never heard him do the ZipRecruiter ads. Oh, dude, one time he goes, like, you know how when he yells and his voice cracks and gets real high? Yeah, yeah. Then he goes, Zip. <laughs> and he just gets all high pitched. Well, I know, so I know uh, Pete Holmes used to do ZipRecruiter ads and on uh, You Made It Weird. That's my favorite podcast. But uh, they would have a, his, his wife was sitting with him while he was reading the ads, and she'd go, Zipper Zipper You should contact some of those companies trying to get some ads. Yeah, dude. Hook me up. Hook me up, bro. I got yeah. I got a I got a I got a podcast. Uh it's 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 kind of established. It's established now. I I'm at two hundred and fifty six episodes of my podcast evolving with Corey Castle. And this the two hundred episode two fifty six? Fulfills the diversity quota. The diversity quota, check. ADA baby. ADA baby. That's so funny. Uh, I was reading a story about the ADA, and like to get that signed, cripples literally went to DC and climbed the stairs. What if the uh, government was like, "See, you don't need ramps. You can get upstairs just fine." <laughs> that's a that's a good joke, man. And then just kick them down the stairs. <laughs> 
<laughs> Say what? Ramps. <laughs> Nonsense. Put that in your mouth. Tie it around your chair. There you go. <laughs> Oh man, it, it's got to be, it's got to be such a pain in the ass, like going anywhere and doing anything. I, uh, so I always have to like, I think when when you and I were at the grocery store the other day, and the fact that like we ran into each other at the grocery store, and and you followed me to my car <laughs> just to say bye, but I was like, you parked in the handicap space, just you could, yeah, we could I, stop I, I it. Think I parked in the handicap space. Oh yeah, I did that thing. That thing yeah. And I was like, um, I. And I, even like when we've been texting about like going to the gym and stuff, and and you were talking about how the gym is right next to the to the store, you can just you don't have to take your you don't have to take your chair out and put it back in. And yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine. I can imagine it gets like super pain in the ass, like with anything, dude. So it's not I, difficult. It's just annoying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just just all these extra steps that would Ironic. if you if. <laughs> All these extra steps for somebody who can't take any real steps. Yeah. <laughs> can't even take baby steps. <laughs> it's like, uh, do you watch Rick and Morty? Nah. No? Okay. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch Rick and Morty. Let's let's make an agreement right now. I would uh, get like Hulu. That shit's expensive. No. Well, you can get the Adult Swim app, which is free. Oh, shit. And uh, go... Go to uh, marathons and choose Rick and Morty, and it'll just marathon through all the Rick and Morty episodes. And uh, that's what I do. I I freaking love Rick and Morty. So, how many seasons? There's five seasons. How many uh, episodes per season? Probably like twenty something. Uh, like thirteen, maybe. Okay. But uh, it's a, it's a, it's very cool, and it's it's definitely like fits into. Kind of all that talk we were talking about, like the futuristic stuff and the sci-fi elements, and they put a like a funny spin on all of it, and the alternate universes and different dimensions. There's a portal gun. Fucking portal! Those games are great. You ever played those games? Nope. That's a game you might give up on. (laughs) It's like a puzzle game. Uh huh. Yeah, you get like an orange portal and you get a blue portal. And then you just, you know, you just got to work your way through the map by just shooting these portals. This has been Portal Talk. <laughs> portal Talk. Play portals. Port, portcast. Porthub.com. Port port Porthub. <laughs> you port. So do you have a desire to... I know this is such a just is a dumb question, but I'm sure you think about it. Uh, like, start a family one day? Do you have that that kind of? Uh, I mean, with China fucking trying to become the world's superpower by 2049, they're about to invade Taiwan. Fucking all these mask or not mask mandates. I don't mind that as much, but it's just still fucked up uh, with these fucking countries doing their vaccine passports and shit, and just uh, just federal governments becoming more and more of the focus instead of small governments. No. <laughs> Short answer, no. Bibbidi-bobbidi-bibbidi-bibbidi-boo, <laughs> bibbidi-bibbidi-boo. Let me cut out some of those bibbidis and just get to the bibbidi-boo. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, with all the with all the synths and shit being made, no. <laughs> we just get the, the, the Nora link. Yeah. 
be out there, be out there starting up franchises. Yeah, I think there, there's like cryptocurrencies that are. Uh... So here's something that's weird too is like, um, it's kind of creepy, but so there are cryptocurrencies like Decentraland, and it's a cryptocurrency for a VR video game where you can buy land in a virtual reality. And I feel like people are just gonna fucking be like, whatever. You guys can take whatever rights that you want to take. I'm going to my virtual reality. Mm-hmm. I feel like because people like you talk to it's, people it's, about it's a, like, an escapism. Yeah, even like the, the from like the fourth the Fourth Amendment, people don't give a shit about, and that's super important. And they're taking that from the more and more every day. Uh, not to not to make this podcast kind of scary, but oh, get it, get as get as scary as you can get, dude. No judgment. No judgment. Yeah, like, uh, but yeah, people are just becoming, what's the word? Uh, just like, I guess, complacent or um, I'm trying to think of a word. They just don't care, essentially. Like, people are just caring less and less about, you know, their rights and whatnot. And it's like, oh, well, if I'm not doing anything wrong, why does it matter if the government looks at my phone? It's just like, well, define wrong. Like, if you watch fucking fart porn, the government might be like, yeah, nah, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they do that kind of shit in fucking North Korea all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there's, like, they have, um, they have, like, a dictatorship over there. Yeah. So, yeah, Australia's uh, getting that way, too. Yeah, is that what the people are, out. people are, like, rioting over there for that reason? Yeah, pretty much. I don't know if they're rioting, but they're protesting. Because you got to take a picture of your face every, like, hour and a half and send it to the government. Right, the government's become like a needy, a needy, needy they're a, they're a partner. Prison, they're a prison colony again. That's basically what they're becoming. Like they're just coming back to they're they're making Australia great again. That's what they're doing. Well, like I know, is that is that why America has such a a strong like we're not getting rid of our guns policy? The First Amendment is so strong in America. Yeah, that's the only reason that the First Amendment's used. I mean, bad. is that if we didn't have guns? The First Amendment would be gone too. Yeah, um, I, I'm like sorry. Say, I meant to say Second Amendment. My bad. People like to say too that like, oh, guns are the issue. It's like, all right, if you re- if you take out the suicides, we have eight thousand homicides a year mm-hmm. in a country of three hundred thirty million people with four hundred million guns. Mm-hmm. We have eight thousand homicides a year. That's nothing. It's terrible. But guess where most of that is, and why? Mm-hmm. In black communities because of the drug war. That's it. Right. right. So like, so take away the the making drugs illegal. Yeah. Decrim, decriminalize drugs and you'll save some lives. I mean, it's an oversimplification obviously. It's always more complicated than that, but um, Yes, of course. Of course it is. Um but yeah, it's just uh it's just whenever people talk about like and, and like, yeah, a, a school shooting happens with, like, an AR-15 or, like, Stephen fuckhead, whatever, Miller. Stephen Miller, like, kills, what, 250 people with all those ARs and bump stocks. And it's like, yeah, that's terrible, but that's not a majority of gun deaths. Is that the Vegas shooter? Yeah. I w- yeah. Who knows never, n- never, never learned his name, never said his name, will right. never say it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I probably shouldn't even have said it because well, I don't even know if it occurred as copycats, but it definitely like gives them a legacy, which is right, right. Uh, uh, 
Don't want to feed into that. Don't want to. Don't want to. Don't want to bite into the bait that he's throwing out there. Also, it's crazy too because, like, when a school shooting happens, it's like we look at these kids like they're the experts, and it's like as tragic as what they went through is. Like, it really. It sounds callous, but it's just like it really. Um, all being in that situation does is just make you more emotionally connected to it. It doesn't, you know, like as hard as it is to be rational in those situations, like you have to be rational. Like that's, that's what our leaders should do. And if you're going to become a leader, you have to be rational. Like what about the kids who in Florida, their school got shot up and then the CNN went there and they were like, look, if you're going to talk about gun control, you need to fuck off. Like, and they were in a fucking school shooting and they didn't want guns taken away. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, but nobody talks to those kids. Well, I think that the, the, the idea of going, like, let's arm the teachers, that just puts guns in the school. Yeah, like, I don't think that's the solution. Uh, right. Well, like military, homeless military, or military men who get back and they don't have a job. Like, mm-hmm. you don't even have to put them in the school. Just put them outside. And here's the thing, too. Fucking, you could do metal detectors. That's something else. Uh, also, like, I worked in a front office at my old school. It's so fucking easy to just get in. He'd be like, yeah, I'm here to pick up my kid. They just let you in. That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. Like, obviously, the students are doing it. And they're coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, they're coming in. But the, the kid who shot up Parkland, like, he wasn't supposed to have any guns. The guy mm-hmm. who shot up Pulse, he wasn't supposed to have any guns. Like, that closeted homosexual. Because <laughs> that's what he was. That's what caused him to shoot that place up. And here's the thing, man. It's probably something that shouldn't be said but uh Uh uh-oh if alert alert (laughs) but like if you think about the ballistics if the guy who shot up pulse had a shotgun or even if he had a bolt action rifle that would have been way worse Mm would have been way worse but no he had an ar-15 and a pistol because that's in this situation thankfully that's the narrative that the media is putting across it's like these are the most dangerous guns but it's like no (laughs) Like maybe it's the most dangerous gun. Maybe if you're shooting up Vegas the way that dude did. Maybe if if maybe if you had a printout of the cheat codes for the better weapons. Remove all one. R R one R one. R one R two. R one R two. L one R two. Left down right up. Left down right up. I R one R one. L one L one. Wait, hold on. R one R one. L one. I'm sorry. R one R one. R2, R2, circle, L1, L2, left, right, left, right, left, right. <laughs> Lower wanted level. Fucking, nah, that was like circle, right, circle, right, or some shit like that. Yeah, sir, it was, it was. Circle, right, circle, right, left, down, right, up, left, down, down, left, or some shit like that. R1, R1, L1, uh, I'm sorry, R1, R1, R2, L1. <laughs> circle right left right left right left let's google it <laughs> <laughs> but oh shit uh, Mike, uh, hang on one sec but yeah also like if you ask all these fucking countries where they're they're dictatorships they're like yeah i wish we had fucking guns oh you still there Uh-oh. What's going on?
Yeah, dude, I'm still here. I'm just uh, I'm just putting you on the screen while my picture's not there. So just keep talking. Okay. But yeah, like uh, all these dictatorships that say like, oh, you know, I wish we, or all the citizens in the dictatorships, it's like, oh, I wish we had guns and shit like that. And then uh, fucking people here that are like, oh, communism, socialism. And then like, if you talk to somebody who comes from those countries, they're like, dude, you fucking retarded. Like on paper, yeah, it sounds great, but it's just like, it never works out that way because you get just, it's just too much power to the government. Like that's it's, uh, the vision for this country, which is like these small, sort of like how the European Union was set up. It's just like these small individual sovereign states, still unified, but um, there we go, still unified, but like they just do their own thing, like like California, like if California was the fucking the way the entire country like if the foundation in california was the foundation in the entire country like our country would suck there'd be homeless people everywhere there'd be right. drug addiction everywhere there'd just be misused fucking uh misused tax dollars all over the place like it's just it's crazy um but yeah i think i think something that we need to kind of do is stop voting people in the office and instead vote policies yeah, I think I, – I mean I've been saying it for like a super long time about how the the amount of like ego that's inside of like I think I've got all the answers. Go ahead and elect me and everything will change. And if you disagree with me, you're a piece of shit because in my mind I'm right about everything. Like <laughs> Right. It, it, it takes the – it takes such a such a – bruised ego to to go all right yeah i've got all the answers let me figure it out like yeah like you're just a person what 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 makes you more equipped to figure to figure out what we're doing than somebody else who's a a pack of people who know a policy that'll work i feel i i i feel very much behind what you're thinking just start electing policies yeah. Or or uh, groups of the smartest people, the it's like the the absolute power. Give, it's 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 almost like um, you know when you look up to when you look up to like religious people, and then you're like, oh well, there's some some dirty sexuality involved with this. There's some scandals. It's the same kind of thing with with politicians. It's like yeah. once once you give somebody, once you feed somebody's ego with giving the them the position that they believed that they could get because they were somebody, then they're like, well, I can get away with whatever. I can get right. away with whatever. Well, so like, I'll go try to get away with whatever. It's it's like an old story, and it's kind of like a played out meme, but it's true. Like fucking dude, they just murdered Epstein, right? And yeah. no one got convicted of it. Right. Like I would have loved to have been in that meeting where they were just like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna murder this guy. And some fucking dude was probably like, Wait, what what about the people like you're seeing the obvious that we murdered him? Just like who cares? <laughs> like who cares? We're the most powerful people in the world. Who gives a shit? And the dude was probably just like, Oh yeah, you're right, I forgot. Like <laughs> Yeah, and, and it'll only it'll only be memes forever. And right. and please let me be wrong about that. Let me be all the way wrong yeah, about that. If, so, if 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 something if something comes out where they find out what really happened, or if like there's like some extra 
forensics that could have been done that can still be done or whatever or some sort of whistleblower situation happens uh, let me be wrong cool i'm always i'm always cool with being proved wrong on stuff like i don't want to be wrong but i'm grateful to be proven wrong on stuff and well, like it just goes to show too like look how the government views edward snowden <laughs> mm -hmm. like if if they weren't pieces of shit they would be like hey this guy's right what are we doing but they're not they're like no this guy's a piece of shit like he needs to be fucking executed in front of him. we need to stone him to death send him to saudi arabia and stone him to death <laughs> <laughs> all right so but yeah it's fucking it's scary the only thing i'm worried about like with china though is like it goes nuclear i think we could beat china like all they really have is a 200 million man army our our fucking navy is better we have better air superiority. The only thing that we don't have on them is the amount of people. That's it. And we probably have more heart. Well, maybe not. They're fucking. They have such such, such discipline. It's uh, yeah. ridiculous. Fucking, I mean, we got people who will die for our country, but those motherfuckers will. You can probably get them to commit jihad. Like, dude, actually, they're fucking committing a genocide of Muslims for their country. So they're more dedicated than we are. Like, I don't think we'd do that. I mean, we kind of tortured people well we definitely tortured people for our country but we weren't like committing genocide i mean yeah I mean, you could also argue that we kind of were i just did i mean i mean america has quite a history of genocide oh yeah but i mean like in in recent times we've kind of cooled on that shit but we definitely do have a fucked up violent history mm -hmm. well i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and stop including me in the we there and yeah. just say america yeah. Because yeah, uh, I'm not a violent person. I, I mean, I, I, I've, I can get accused of being violent considering that I'm a combat sports athlete, but it's a work, bro. It's yeah. a job. It's a, it's, it's just something. It's, it's something to entertain folks. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. You don't, you don't throw a punch without making the sound of somebody getting punched. I don't go. That's the only time you throw a punch. Stamp yeah. my foot. No, I don't. I don't stop my foot, but, but punching is not a thing I do really, because it's like, it's like, I think the way I look at it, and, and I, I apply this to to comedy as well. And I probably talked to you about this, or you might have heard me say it. And if you if you're listening to the show, and you've heard me say this before, buckle up. You're going to hear it again. I I, I approach. I approach. Uh, pro wrestling the same way I approach comedy in the fact that like there's a good chance that a lot of these people who are here to see us already have their mind made up about what they've come to see and they already go I'm not I'm a skeptic I don't want to I don't want to uh, like this so it's my job to kind of prove their skeptical theories wrong so I I want to look at any any show I'm on and look at the match that's before me and the match that's after me or every match that's before me, if I'm the main event, like what I can do different from every other match to, that that makes them makes them like implant a memory of right. of their changed mind, right? So to make an impression on on people who it's their first time. That's and I I absolutely want to get to a point where I'm a draw, where everybody who's come to see me already knew who they're coming to see. I absolutely want to become that, you know, but, but for now I'm going to, I'm going to still 
go with the theory that a good amount of the people there don't know who I am, don't know what I'm standing for, don't know, don't know what my background is, don't know the story from the last show. Like, oh, at the last, at the last show, this guy, this guy came in and he cost me my victory. They don't know that. Right. They, they weren't here. Maybe, maybe they were. Maybe some of these people were here, but not everybody was here. I'm not going to talk to this whole group of people like everybody was here and they all saw what happened last time. Yeah. No, I'm not going to operate that way. I'm going it, to. It's funny, man. I, I had um, I this story that I uh, that I tell where uh, I was. I did. I did a show outside in the rain. In Delaware, like this, like dive bar in Delaware, uh, a couple of years ago. My, when I say a couple of years ago, it was probably like twelve years ago. But uh, it started to rain like right as my match started, and the crowd all left. All of them left. Yeah. It was just like one little one little group of like black kids, like all in the front row, yeah. and they weren't going nowhere. And they were like, damn, these motherfuckers hitting each other for real. These motherfuckers hitting each other for real. And they were going nuts. They were, and they were loving it. And I'm like, this is, this is who we perform for. Yeah. This is who we perform for. And, and it, you couldn't for a second tell me that there was only like six people standing there watching us wrestle in the rain. But because that's, we were like, we got these kids. We yeah. got, and, and I don't, I don't throw fake punches. <laughs> it's not, it's not my, it's not my style, because, you know, what, I, I've made the example a lot where I'm like, you know, let's say these kids are walking out of Monday Night Raw with their brothers, brothers and sisters, and they're talking about the matches that they were watching, and then they're going to to fake hit each other and stomp their foot at the same time. It's like, well, that's not how I'm doing it, because right. that's probably what they all expect to see but they'll see it in a different match they don't have to see it in mine right so yeah, like orange cassidy <laughs> yeah are you, are you watching AEW? nah no nah i just watch orange cassidy all the time <laughs> dude the fucking when he got like thrown so when they do that thing where like they throw him and then they run back and forth against the ropes fucking he they did that and he was running back and forth and then he grabbed them because his hands were in his pockets Mm-hmm. So he got grabbed like here, but then he like used his momentum to not get thrown, but throw the other guy. Mm-hmm. The 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 head takeover thing, right? Um, like he like what run up to the side and put his legs around the guy's head and just like swung him around. Nah, he fucking uh, he was just like running back and forth after he like. So they do the thing where they throw him, and they're like running from rope to rope. They go back and forth or whatever. Okay. And then he, his hands were in his pockets, mm-hmm. and then he got he got grabbed, like between his his side and his arm. Mm-hmm. And then instead of like the dude that grabbed him slamming him, mm-hmm. he like lifts him up to start slamming him, and then they just like roll around. Uh, and instead of like Orange Cassidy getting slammed, he slams the other guy with his with his momentum. Uh, Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette would call him my little dog pockets. That's he calls he calls Orange Cassidy pockets, little dog pockets. That shit's so funny. That's such a genius like character. Yeah, it's funny. He's so funny. <laughs> so, were did you grow up a wrestling fan at all? Or you... oh, yeah, yeah okay. I wrestling. Um, 
like yeah we when i started watching wrestling it was like just at the sort of like the beginning of the end of the attitude era with like stone cold and Mm-hmm. And like that. Oh, so it was um, like probably like 2000, 2001. Yeah, I stopped watching around. Um, stopped watching around when I think it was a couple years before Undertaker lost in, in WrestleMania. Okay. Um, I watched what was it WrestleMania twenty three where he beat Ric Flair. The the Michaels and Flair. No, nah, I think it was Undertaker. Oh, under, well, oh, okay. I think 24 was Michaels and Flair when when Flair retired. Okay. That was in Miami, right? Um, I don't remember. It was so uh, long ago. Yeah. Whenever Snow by Red Hot Chili Peppers was theme song, whichever WrestleMania that was. Can you sing that song? Uh, how's it go? It's like, uh, I kind of know the melody. It's like, hey, yo. <laughs> there it is. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really remember the lyrics. I don't even think there's the lyrics. Yeah, I think that is the lyrics. But uh, the, there's a lot of nonsense in Red Hot Chili Peppers songs. Yeah, I fucking hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers to be honest, because there's this band called Mr. Bungles, and they came out with an album called California. I'll look up the album title real quick. But Red Hot Chili Peppers had the album Californication. And Red Hot Chili Peppers was like, oh, dude, they stole our sound. They stole our look. Mr. Bungle sounds nothing like Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're like a jazz fusion band. Mm-hmm. And they're way better than the fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think what it is is just jealousy. Whoever the lead singer is of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Because he basically canceled them and kept them because they had so much clout. He kept them from ever being able to go on tour. So Mr. Bungle would be a bigger deal had it not been for Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. Oh. What do you know? Here we go. I'll show you the, uh, the album cover. There's a song called um, Retro Vertigo on this album. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, that's our look. And the album's called California. It's not even mm-hmm. fucking close, dude. So it's kind of like um, sometimes people are on such high alert. Like the way the way like YouTube is with the algorithms and stuff. It's like any copyrighted stuff is on anything they like automatically take the audio out of it it's like that wh- what that was barely anything <laughs> yeah it's stupid fucking uh it's like if they're already getting paid by youtube it's like i can understand demonetizing because you're using somebody else's like you individually don't have the right to use that mm-hmm. like a song or whatever but like to take the audio out is stupid because it's like youtube already owns the rights to like every song that's ever existed so I start. I started doing this thing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not good at editing. Like I don't have the the software or the capabilities to edit. So you I have a Pro or anything. No. Oh, dude, no. You need me to edit shit. I got Premiere Pro. So I got a. I have this. I started doing this game with my podcast where I would. I would say before we started, and I forgot to say it before we started. I would say if at any point you gotta like go to the bathroom or something, just go, just like get up and go, get up and leave, and I'll kill the time by like looking up a like a '90s pop hit and and uh, singing it, <laughs> or like saying what the lyrics are or whatever. And I I pulled up a the lyrics video for like a Whitney Houston song, and I was I was like singing it over the thing and 
and they got they like pulled me on YouTube. They pulled the video or whatever. Yeah. Like they de demonetized it and maybe took the audio out or something. But I was like, that's so stupid. Yeah, people do covers all the time. Right. And their videos, they uh... You should uh, you should wrap Jizz's liquid swords like a white guy. How how would like a white guy be? Uh, I'm on a mission that cripples say is impossible, but when I swing my swords, they're all choppable. I see the body dropper, the heartbeat stopper. Job educator plus head amputator. His cripple styles are old, like Mark Five sneaks like that. Okay, and then replace the nigga with cripple. <laughs> 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 what you gotta do? My Yeah. Who do you think to? Do you think to start your own to start your own uh, currency? Maybe have a, a currency called Cripple Coin. Cripple Coin. <laughs> Where's Yeah, maybe it's just uh, maybe it's just like. Maybe it's just like for handicapped folks. Yeah, only handicapped people can buy it. Yeah, and uh, it it could it could get it could catch on. I was actually thinking about making an NFT because like they're really easy. To, it's so stupid, but they are, dude. People will pay Ethereum. People will pay like fifty Ethereum, which is probably like fifty thousand dollars, and um, actually probably more than that. For like some fucking picture that some dude made so they can use it as their profile picture on Twitter. That's it. I mean, like it's a status thing, you know, you can get rich people to buy because rich people buy dumb shit all the time just because they can. Um, but yeah, like just NFTs are, it's so weird. It's just like a really expensive profile picture. Like you can't buy anything with it. Well, I think it's also like, who is that for? Like, <laughs> right. Well, it's just the status. It's just to say, hey, I bought this for 50 Ethereum. Look at how mm -hmm. rich I am. Like, yeah, but then you have you have twelve followers on Twitter. Right, what's it, yeah. what's it, who's it for? Who, who are you flexing for? Yeah, it's for <laughs> like, hey, baby, you see me? You see my my Twitter account? See how I oh, waste money? Followers. <laughs> like, yeah, but that that profile picture cost uh, me twenty thousand to port coin. I, well, I wasted I wasted all my currency. Yeah. <laughs> so I just got a couple of other quick things for you. A couple like. Three or four more quick things, and I'll send you off into the sunset with a hot dog and a handshake. So, on this on this show, I have a I have a segment that I I call audio time travel. Now, I I like to going back to a, a word that we used earlier, uh, legacy. So this this audio recording, this video, this this podcast that we recorded, this two fifty six, this stuff is outliving us. So. Anything we say is on the record and it's going to exist way after we're gone. Or, you know, while we're old, we can come back and listen to this and see where we're at. Uh, so, if you, let's say, do an audio time capsule. Like, a, uh, the, the, the next words you say are uh, going directly to, to the people who love you the most. Maybe one of your siblings, one of your nieces or nephews listens to this episode in 2041 and they want to they want to get kind of a timestamp idea of what what Uncle Brandon was like 
in uh, 2021 and kind of messages for how to evolve uh, beyond this point to be a better version of yourself. Um, Norch, Norlink. It'll evolve you right up. I'm literally going to bring that up. I was going to be like, all right, if Uncle Brandon's a Chinese bot, then he apologizes for killing you in your sleep. You're listening to this in heaven. I'm sorry. Uh, I guess, like, I mean, obviously easier said than done, but, like, don't fucking waste time. Like, I've been trying to not waste time. That's that's what I, that's my opinion on video games. I've been saying yeah. that to you this whole time. Yeah, like, I fucking... I, uh, yeah, I've been trying to, like, actually, like, when I play, I'm trying to, like, make use of it. Like, I have, like, 200 fucking mods downloaded for Fallout, and I'm trying to make, like, a like a fan fiction kind of video for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been writing shit out, trying to, like, figure out how I'm going to do it, but... Okay, um, so never never mind that, but I'm but sorry yeah, I interrupted yeah. you about the video yeah, games. No, no, the no, message no. that you're giving but, uh, to... Yeah, don't, don't waste time, fucking... Uh, just, uh... People in high school ain't your friends. Most likely not going to talk to any of them motherfuckers after you graduate. So just don't even bother with them. <laughs> don't waste your time with them. Um, don't waste your money on weed. Just save as much money as you can. Just every day try to look at your... Uh, just like try to look into the future every day. Just be like, what's the wisest decision I can make? I've been trying to do that. But, you know, easier said than done. It's not the easiest thing to be like, hey, this is the smart thing to do. You know, it's hard to actually do it. It's easy to notify the smart thing, but... But, yeah, like, if you're going to fucking... Yeah, I don't know. Just don't waste time. (laughs) So I'll I'll return to a question I asked earlier. (laughs) because <laughs> i think we turned we kind of turned it into a weird bit that didn't go anywhere but <laughs> was uh is there anything that that you'd like to ask me or anything you'd like to say to me or is there anything that you want from me because i i absolutely want to make sure in 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 this relationship i'm i'm a resource to you in any way that i can be so if if it if it comes to the point where you just need like judgment free conversation, you just need a friend, you just need somebody to talk to, to hear you or be there for you, or if you need, uh, you know, you want to do some writing, or you want to just like just like hang out, if you need space, I'm I'm here for you, man. Um, uh, just a text away. Right, uh, I appreciate that. Um, but. Uh... No, I mean, I'll probably think of something after we... Uh, <laughs> that's usually how my brain works. Mm-hmm. Well... Um, yeah, nothing that I can really think of right now. I'm not really... I don't really ask for much. I never really need anything. So, so, hypothetically, the way I close out every show, I say, hypothetically, I've gifted you this show. I've gifted you my podcast. So, uh, this has been the pilot episode of your podcast, Evolving with Brandon Powers. Brandon Spokes Powers. Brandon Screech Powers. Screech Spokes. <laughs> so uh, this has been the first episode in a very Jerry Springer's final thought type of way. Just to kind of wrap it up and put a pretty little bow on it. Grab grab the best lessons in order to evolve to a better version of yourself tomorrow that you are today. Uh, it's just a... Uh... Have fun with shit. 
going to have fun. Um, even though, like, so something I've been trying to do better is, like, somebody will say, like, something retarded, like, uh, fucking, I don't know, they'll come, their comeback will be like, oh, I fucked your mom. And instead of, like, getting mad at how fucking stupid they are, like, parody how stupid they are. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, just try to, try to have more fun with shit. Don't try to just kick out as much negative shit as you can. Like, uh, just sort of, like, make a game out of it. Like, oh, yeah, negative shit's coming my way. Get the fuck out of here. How about that? Like, shit like that. All right. I guess that's really, like, the best lesson that I can... Because <laughs> you're a very positive guy. Well, thank you. Yeah. That... You look, your eyes, you like, you look like you just smoked weed. But oh, I did. Probably, yeah, exactly. That's like that's the positivity shining through. That might be that might be residual from yesterday. <laughs> maybe maybe I got a little stoned yesterday. But yeah, I'm... Like if you've ever done acid, try to try to try to. So what you got to do before? Have you ever done acid? So what no. you got to do for like two days before you do acid is just prepare your brain and be like, okay, the next 12 to 18 hours, pure enjoyment. Mm-hmm. No negative thoughts because you don't want to have a bad trip. Just try to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. So set your intentions. Like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just be content too. Like acid has a weird effect. It's like it just makes you content with just sitting there and doing nothing. Like you can just enjoy doing nothing. When you're on acid, it's weird. And like, obviously, you don't want to waste time, but <laughs> just try to be more, you know, content and try to try to battle off those negative thoughts. This has been acid talk. This has been acid talk. We've talked. We've talked acid, and we talked about uh, what was the the Sluts, other thing? Where Sluts at? Sluts at yeah. Mm-hmm. About Neuralink and Chinese bots. Neuralink and Chinese bots. Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. Bro, this has been quite a quite a fun time. Anybody, if this is your first time uh, checking out the podcast, if you never listened to Evolving with Corey Castle before, please go back and check out the archive. I've got uh, 255 other episodes. You can subscribe on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google, wherever wherever you listen. But on YouTube, if you hit the subscribe button. Leave a comment on the bottom. I love to know that the people who are listening to this are existing. <laughs> so anybody who's listening or here, I want to thank you for the currency of your effort as well. And that, that invitation I gave to Brandon earlier where I was talking about being a resource when it came to talking about uh, being I, – I love to be that uh, resource that maybe connects you towards the the goal that you're trying to get towards – even if it's just by listening to my journey or whatever, if you want to reach out to me, I'm not a hard person to get a hold of. Follow me on Twitter right here at Corey Castle and follow Brandon at test <laughs> at test at able bodied racist without the eye. <laughs> and, uh, what does your, does your Twitter profile also say that you're a, a physical retard? Yeah, my pronouns are physical retard slash them. Mm. Or that. I think I have that. Like, you're the only one who can kind of get away with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that's, a, that's a, such a... I think that that... I, I even... Like, I don't really ever use that word very much. Yeah. But the R word...
I I had a I had an idea that I was thinking about doing. Um, so I okay. I like I said I don't like to use that word very much. It was kind of used against me. I was kind of bullied by that word when I was a kid because I was in special ed, like right. all growing up. And I I I have a I definitely like had where there was the special needs kids, they like looked up to me and I helped them a lot when it came to like reading and writing and learning. And like, that was part of my role in, in SPED. And I, I, I don't, I don't say that word because, because I, I feel like I don't want to offend those, those folks, those people who are near and dear to me and I love them. And I, you know, I'm also somebody who is affected by that, but that being said, I would always used to justify it by saying, well, well, I've got family who's that and I've, you know, I've helped this and I was in sped. And instead of instead of giving that explanation every single time, I decided I'm just going to cut out using that word because it's 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 not worth it to have to explain every time to like try to justify why it's okay for me to say it. Yeah, I'll justify it. <laughs> right. You you could justify you're you're in a wheelchair. Sure sure. <laughs> like you you've got you've got all these extra obstacles that no one else has got. Right. So it's the well, least But it's also like you don't have the time. You don't have the time to get upset or offended by somebody like making fun of you. Right. Like you're just like I got so much other life to live, and I've got so much. So I'd rather offend you than get offended. That's yeah. that's a kind of your your right. your you're offending on the offense, yeah. <laughs> not on the defense. The yeah. best the best defense is a good offense. Yeah, best offense is a good offense. Yes, <laughs> that's what I was trying to go for. <laughs> but but uh, so I was saying like I went to the grocery store. With I was with my brother and my roommate, and uh, he parked in the spot like right next to the handicap spots, and and uh, it was still during COVID. And I was like, you know, and I'm just, there's a guy who's about to get out of his car. I'm going to wait and give him the distance so he can get out. Uh, and and I waited, and the guy finally got out and walked away, and. And then I was like, okay, now I can go get into the passenger seat of the car. But this like cart boy, like zipped right past me and like almost like run me over, mm -hmm. like, I, and I was like, shit, like what the? And I got in the car and I was like, I don't understand why that cart boy didn't just like wait for me to get into the car before he tried to speed past me, and. And then my roommate was like, oh, he was probably like, oh, I'm sick of waiting for this black guy who's taking forever to get out of his car. And I was like, I don't think that was the case. I don't think that was the case. Here, here's why I don't think that was the case. I don't think that guy was racist because he was retarded. And he was like, my, my roommate was like, yeah, I've met, I've met racist retards before. I'm like, oh, you mean double retards? <laughs> But that's a, the most I'll say that word only to yeah. tell that stupid story. <laughs> that's a good joke. Because well, it's, it's not making fun of people with mental disabilities. It's making right. fun of racist. racist. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this has been awesome, bro. Let's uh, let's do let's do another one in person after I get the the all the mics all set yeah, up and stuff in here. Fifty-seven. <laughs> <laughs>
Episode 257 will be will be maybe somebody else, but but one of the soon episodes will be will be you and I in person because I got I got this room set up like this is the this is probably the first episode I've done with this chair with this chair behind me because um, normally I was doing it out in my living room and I had the, the couch and uh, I brought this chair in here and I was like oh this is pretty rad I dig it I'm just gonna let it be sitting here in the background and for the people listening to the audio don't know there's a chair. Sorry, whoops. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash cordcastle. Looks like a prolapsed asshole. <laughs> a, a prolapsed. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm trying to get another another chair in here for guests, and I have like another one of these mic or another one of these cameras, and I have uh, a microphone. So I'm going to try to get it set up so that I can get it all recorded. And I'm getting a new laptop as well. So all that all that stuff to say. Hopefully, we'll have a more professional setup. And I got and I got this cool light up here now. This cool like Hollywood light. Well, no, I got well, I got that too. I have that too. One of these, one of these things. Uh, yeah. But I got a I got like a like a real lighting rig, so I'll I'll be able to set up more of a more of a intimate sitting down together podcast the weird thing was and this is just me kind of talking inside baseball with you at this point uh the i always felt like when anybody was on video because i used to i used to just do in-person interviews all the time and it was just audio and i felt like when there was video involved people would people would focus too much on how they looked or people would focus too much on like what they were saying because people they would think people would be more likely to watch it than to hear it because it takes ton, it takes a ton more effort to listen to the audio of something and get yourself all the way through it. That's why I, that's why I, I always I always focus my gratitude, my gratitude, my gratitude for people who've like really bitten into the apple that is evolving with Corey Castle and and really take it through listening to every minute of the whole audio and even if it's just something that's on the background if if you're taking it in uh, that it takes an extra step because it's like you can't just turn the radio on and have the podcast be on you'd have to you have to have the app that the podcast is on and you have to open that up and you have to subscribe. So the, the, the call to action is more than just flipping a switch. So anybody who's taken that call to action, fucking rad as hell. It's so rad. Yeah, dude, we're friends. I love it. Let's keep on, keep on listening. Let's keep on sharing. Let's keep on making it important because because right now the, the 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 drawing power of the the EWCK or uh, the drawing power or the 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 cult of pukes as I'm calling them the, the pukes the people the people who listen to Evolving with Corey Castle pukes uh, it's not very huge but. But I'd like to make it a more pleasant experience for all of them, and I hope that the people when like I had one guest on before, and he when I was in the studio I, he had um he had his phone set up like that was on him the whole time, and when I was asking him questions, I could feel him getting squirmish about the answers because his phone was on Facebook live, so anything he was saying, everybody on his Facebook live was going to hear what he was answering me so i I was just like, you know if you're gonna 
if you're going to go Facebook Live on this, maybe 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 videos maybe videos crap maybe videos bad because people are too afraid but now that now that uh the lockdown and covid and all that stuff has forced me to do like the the virtual hang episodes it's like all right well now that i have video for everybody and i have the youtube uh let me make my youtube channel better uh and make the visual experience of the podcast better so that's going to be a tiny bit of a process, but I'll get there. And then think, when... Yeah, the number one thing is the mic, I think. I think that would help the most. Get, are, like, a good, get like a good condenser mic. Well, I got a, I got a, 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 Sennheiser, a Sennheiser. What do you, uh, the audio is like a little distorted, I think. Unless maybe you're talking louder. Or, I don't know. But the audio like... Uh, it just has like that weird muffle thing. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Okay. Some well, microphones have that. Maybe I just have the gain up too high. Oh, yeah. I think that fixed it. Okay. Yeah. Whoopsie. Oh, yeah. So, that's much better. So, um, yeah, next ep- next episode, you listen to Evolving with Corey Castle. The audio will be better. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Remember those settings. Take a screenshot of those settings. Guys, once again, thanks for listening. Brandon, thanks for hanging with me, dude. I love yeah, you, man. man. I love you, man. You're my buddy. You You're too. my friend. You're my family. Let's let's hang more. And uh, for sure. Any anything anything you need, you fucking call me, dude. All right, for sure. Be fun. Have safe. Keep evolving. All right, man. Later. Bye. And.